hey y'all welcome to the first episode of in the mix with myla so today basically the vibe is just to kind of really dive in it's the first episode it's not smooth i'm doing this all by myself it isn't going to be like you know your typical podcast like setup i mean i definitely have a format in which i kind of want to replicate uh through the weeks so you will be able to listen to new episodes every thursday when they come out on my podcast with anchor but yeah so i guess just to start off i mean this being the first full episode it's going to require a lot of me but at the same time i'm trying to just get my bearings if you will i thought about kind of where i want the format of the show to go or the segment program episode however you want to call it and i think my first real big thing to kind of tackle right off the bat is just to keep you guys in the loop of like i guess a little bit of what's going on in my life and where i'm at currently on a week-to-week basis kind of like a kind of like a check-in with Myla. so it's in the mix with Myla. so you're getting to know my thoughts what's going on in my life and uh when i eventually have like you know guests on my podcast then it'd be interesting to kind of get their take and perspective on things that i talk about so as of right now i guess we're at is just to kind of give you guys that rundown so within the last recording that i did which was i think late last friday just as a little kind of teaser into this first episode that i'm doing today um it's just to kind of give you guys an update as to what's going on so within the last few days it's just been more me just same old routine so to speak just came off of mother's day weekend unfortunately um my mom wasn't feeling well so i couldn't get to see her but um shout out to all the mothers out there all the mothers that play that role of mom in whatever format whatever kind of frame of mind mother is to you to your family i mean it's just they're amazing human beings they're superheroes in our lives in every which way and even though my mom's sick she definitely perseveres she has my little brother to take care of too so i know she was busy with that they were both feeling a little under the weather so unfortunately to get to see them but we'll hopefully make it up soon as my mom celebrates her birthday next month so that's Uh, something to look forward to as well i try to get to see her whenever i can along with my grandmothers as well my one of my grandmothers her birthday's coming up soon so i'll be probably passing by to see her this coming weekend and then my other grandmother i briefly saw her yesterday so i got to spend a little hot minute with her and my boyfriend and we just kind of quickly caught up but i'm hoping to see her a little more of a lengthy time in the coming weeks so that's kind of my mother's day recap i'm not a mother yet myself so um you know just um that's pretty much it that's been going on just work's been busy have like deadlines at work so for those of you that know me i'm in healthcare, and uh in terms of the job that i do i work in uh, quality and risk management for the healthcare institution that i work in so we have a deadline of june 1st where we're just kind of crunching out all the incident and accident reports that happen in and around the the five hospitals that are kind of infused into the one healthcare institution that i work at so uh it's a bit been a bit of a busy period at work but still chill for the most part i can't really complain it's uh 
warming up here um, i'm located in montreal so it's warming up here we have a high of i think it's 27 degrees right now which is like where in the world did summer come from like it just kind of came out of nowhere three weeks ago here in montreal it was snowing like we had a couple of days of snow with like random last little sprinkling of winter if you will so now it seems to be that spring really doesn't exist as much as it's may and it's typically spring here in montreal it has definitely not been the case we just kind of glossed over spring and have been these last few years and just dropped summer here on our laps although i think next week is going to be a little more um spring-like temperatures in the like high 20s or sorry low 20s high teens low 20s i think that's what it was like 18 between 18 and 20 21 degrees celsius for those that are um fahrenheit like savvy unfortunately i don't know what it is in fahrenheit but i can tell you here in montreal we generally use celsius i grew up with the celsius system so that's what i'm going to refer to it as and uh, yeah so i mean we're midweek here and uh you know almost pushing towards the end of the week i like to call it my thursday's tgit it's something i picked up from the shondaland universe those of you that are Grey's anatomy fans or like scandal back in the day when it was still on and how to get away with murder all her like great shonda rhymes is great 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 amazing shows um she always had this thing that abc would release on her network on the network for abc when those shows would come on tgit meaning thank god it's thursday so that's kind of the vibe that we're at thursdays here and getting really excited about that in the sense of it's almost towards the end of the week so it's a nice little wrap up and reflecting on the week going coming off of like you know mother's day weekend and it not being as eventful but i got to catch up with my mom and my grandmothers so that were that was really nice over the phone and had like a nice little phone call there and then moving into the week as much as work's been a bit of a crunch time period you know fast forward into uh now coming towards the end of the week we have a long weekend coming up next week where it's a victoria day weekend here for us or they call it dollar day now i'm not even gonna get into that i don't know what the hell dollar day is i just know it as victoria day weekend it's always been victoria day weekend so that's coming up so may is really like flying by i think that's what i can say if anything the fact that we're almost pushing into the halfway point of the year with june being like right around the corner is so crazy to me the fact that time is just really flying and things are pretty decent i will say the most exciting thing that i'm looking forward to is that um my boyfriend and i we've been together for two and a half years his name's joey and we're actually moving in together shortly in a few weeks less a little over a month yeah give or take the end of the end of next month we'll be living together so that's something that i've been kind of looking forward to and getting excited about and focused on so if anything exciting is happening in life for me right now and Mila's world is definitely that so i can't wait for uh all the more prep and planning that's coming we've already been doing a ton of prep and planning already but now we're just focusing on the actual getting ready to move in part and then all that stuff follow with that so super exciting there i'm gonna take a quick quick break just two seconds
and I'm back. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so that's just the recap of my week. Um, with regards to um, things that are happening and that I want to kind of touch base on on my podcast, I mean, the whole sense of the podcast for me is definitely to give my opinions on things. It's something that I really want to do. So we'll definitely, I'll definitely start off the segment with um, kind of giving you guys like a kind of like a weekly Myla update, so to speak, and then kind of fast forward in on the topics at hand if i ever have a topic theme that would come shortly after um the milo weekend review but this being my first podcast and me being totally new to this world and kind of taking off of the many podcasts that i've gotten to listen to and kind of garner up um experience from i'm definitely going to try and curtail this to be a bit more structured that's the goal so bear with me but uh yeah so the next part of the uh, segment today would be to talk about i guess things that are happening in kind of pop culture world but the difference for me is that i don't want to necessarily be like any other entertainment podcast where you know they very much uh, hone in on all these current events that are happening in and around the world uh, I don't want this to be a new segment. I definitely consider my podcast to be a source of therapy for me. And you'll get to see that as I hopefully release more episodes that kind of curtail that. And then um, the um, topics at which I talk about would kind of focus in on that too. I want to keep it light and fun. I definitely would love to have some more serious conversations as well. But a nice little balance in between. So just a little background about me. My birthday is October. So I am a Libra. And Libra is everything's about balance so for me it's definitely something that's important and um I definitely tend to talk a lot I can go on a million and one tangents so I definitely want to try and hone it in have some structure but also keep it light and again some serious topics but just navigating those a little bit but not to make it um so much so focused on the typical things you would hear obviously like big news events that i guess happen that i guess kind of garner some importance to me i would definitely talk about and then i kind of would leave it open to any guests that i have on the podcast depending on what the topic is at hand if we want to kind of uh, speak on some like events that are happening in and around this world that are just like you can't bypass it you can't not not talk about it then we absolutely will but for the sake of this podcast and it being the first one again i get really repetitive and i apologize for that i'm so new to this um i will start off with a couple of events type things that have been going on that have just garnered so much interest to me and that being we had just came off of the met gala i think it was like a week ago last monday if i'm not mistaken and the fashion that was coming across that red carpet at that uh, met gala event were um supposed to be gilded fashion or something can correct me if i'm wrong but the era in which they were supposed to kind of hone in on the the celebrities in attendance were supposed to be kind of mirroring i guess if you guys are familiar with the netflix uh show also by shonda rhimes big shonda rhimes fan which is um bridgerton it's supposed to have that kind of victorian renaissance era if you will and um while 
some celebrities hit it nailed it like head on there were some that just really missed the mark for me like i mean amy schumer what was she wearing it was like some black trench coat like she was auditioning for the next uh the next men in black <laughs> all female edition if that's not a thing already be sure to hire amy schumer for that role um no shade but a little shade in the sense of it just it wasn't on brand with that theme if you listen to what i had said earlier for pulling in that renaissance victorian era period i don't know how a black trench coat and sunglasses is supposed to kind of mirror anything i digress anyways for me she's definitely the worst on the red carpet that day it was the worst of the fashions and um I don't dive more into it. It's just for me to say that um, she obviously... It's so much so that she missed the mark, but I think she also didn't care. It was one of those things that you were invited to this event and you wanted to show up and make the appearance and you did and that was it and that was all. Like I'm one of those people that if I ever on some like magical planet got invited to the Met Gala, you better believe I'd be hitting it hard with the theme like the queen of the Met Gala for me this year or last or the last time it happened which i think was might have been two years ago and i think every year since 2016 that i think she's attended she freaking nails it she was embodying the statue of liberty and it was just amazing was blake lively she looked incredible that like changeover of color of the dress i know there's a specific term for it but i'm drawing a blank right now but it had that like coppery uh color feel texture to it and she just looked like a radiant queen in that copper tone dress and then it kind of transformed into this like greenish blue color that we know the statue of liberty to be today but i think i remember reading somewhere that and i think from her like i think it was her um interview with vogue magazine quite recently a couple of days ago where that was the whole intention and purpose was to kind of mirror the statue of liberty and how it once was i think from my understanding the statue of liberty had actually been that coppery tone color prior to i guess over year time weather what have you the material it oxidizes into this um mint green color that we know it to be today so she was phenomenal she was gorgeous she nailed it her husband ryan reynolds just being by her side and like just like in awe of her, all of us being in awe of her. I mean, she was just head on my most favorite dress. I feel like a lot of people hit the mark too. We have Vanessa Hudgens who came in like with this like black queen type of vibe. We have, my gosh, uh, Lala Anthony, though she was a correspondent. I think Vanessa Hudgens was too. She was gorgeously dressed as well. I mean, Alicia Keys with that empire uh state building imprint like encrusted on her uh cape that she was wearing in her dress i mean it definitely screamed like a very much of a new york feel but with that like renaissance period associated to it so that's just a couple of women i'm thinking ciara looked amazing to the uh i like there are so many then there's obviously people that for me didn't make the mark like the kardashians and it's no shade. I don't hate the Kardashians. I just haven't been a big fan of theirs in the last little while, um, given so many different controversial things. But I digress. That would be a great topic to talk about on another segment, but not tonight. So, yeah. Um, I mean, they didn't really try. I know uh, 
I think Kim came the closest, Kim Kardashian came the closest to trying with um, wearing that Marilyn Monroe. Um, I, at first, I thought it was a replica. I, I remember reading that it was a replica, but I ended up finding out that it was the actual dress, and it was so much so the actual dress that she actually had to lose weight to try and fit into it. And I think her method in which she lost weight was very controversial because a lot of people said the uh, amount of weight she dropped, I think it was like 16 pounds in like a a small window of time and it just wasn't the most um conducive way again don't quote me on it i don't know all the facts and research on it but um the fact that um you know she actually wore the actual dress already does not sit well with me i feel like that should be in a museum in a like locked up case that it's supposed to be like in like hall of fame type deal she absolutely should have not worn the same dress that marilyn monroe had worn for the happy birthday uh mr president segment i just it gets me so angry because i feel like marilyn monroe is timeless she should be her things everything that is her should be remain preserved as timeless it shouldn't be it might have been an honor for kim to wear it as she's kind of that quote-unquote marilyn monroe of our time now sex icon sex symbol whatever have you but to me, there's no comparison. I think Kim Kardashian is her own fashion icon, whoever she is, mogul in her own right. And then you have um, Marilyn Monroe in that area. Like, I don't think the two should cross over, let alone her actually wearing the actual dress. And I think even for an after party, Kim had worn another dress of Marilyn. So I'm just like, I don't understand it, but I digress. But to bring it back to the point, I think she might've been the only one from the family that kind of, like didn't miss the mark entirely because i know like courtney wore like a really dope blouse i loved her white blouse but the rest of it was like what then you had um kylie who wore i mean some sort of bridal wedding-y thing with a basketball baseball cap whatever you want to call it i'm just like no and i mean um what you might call it um the efforts there like they got dressed up you have like chloe too she looked great and amazing kendall jenner looked great and amazing but it wasn't a, really on brand it was like they just got dressed for an event there wasn't they didn't follow suit lizzo looked amazing who's a doja cat dua lipa dua lipa looked gorgeous 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 olivia rodrigo i mean these women hit it like they they got the mark and went above and beyond for me my top three favorites were definitely blake lively dua lipa and um olivia rodrigo for sure Gigi hadid i mean was it snowing at the met gala what was up with that like winter coat pvc i think the materials called that was her coat like look with the I don't know, Kill Bill, Ali Lauder jumpsuit. I mean, no. All kinds of no for me. But again, I'm just glossing over the fact that this was the Met Gala. This were kind of my take on some of the things. And I'm just like, no. So that was probably one of the big events that just happened in our pop culture world where I definitely felt the need to comment on. I definitely said a lot more on my Twitter. For those of you who are interested, you can check out my handle. It's underscore SGG.XO, I think. And if it's not, I will definitely make sure to check that and like circle back and let you guys know. But I definitely gave my thoughts and opinions on freaking Twitter. And with my girlfriends, we definitely talked about it too. Um, it, was, it, was, it was a good time last week, last Monday. It was a lot of fun. 
Moving on, um, the Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp trial. So even though I haven't followed it religiously, I listened to the Core TV podcast on Spotify. If you guys want to check it out to kind of get uh, that entail for those of us that cannot watch Core TV. I live in Canada, so I don't believe I have access to Core TV um, and I'm not about to try and stream it illegally or whatever. So the Core TV podcast is good enough for me. I'm sure I can read articles and get snippets here and there on Instagram, whatever, to kind of get more intel and info and read about it in news magazines or whatever but um with that i mean just from the little bit i got to hear on the three segments that uh core tv's podcast had released uh within the last three weeks since i think the trial began three weeks ago that they're doing it now and i think amber heard is speaking this week so i've gotten to hear johnny depp's um segments of his uh court trial and him speaking on the on the stand and um his defense and all that and i mean based on what i heard uh no one's right in this scenario i feel like both the careers of johnny depp and amber heard respectively are like not non-existent but they definitely would never be the same maybe it's over i don't really know the fact that he uh you know i mean this is jack sparrow we all know who johnny depp is or i'd like to think that pirates of the caribbean all of that stuff uh is it caribbean or caribbean i'd love to know but anyway i will go with caribbean i am caribbean uh, this uh, caribbean de- of caribbean descent so i say caribbean whatever you know i feel like that aspect of his life you know was at the pinnacle of his like acting career and that kind of just kind of flatlined when i think it was amber heard had released some sort of i don't know what the proper like court terminology is but she came out and spoke about um her um domestic abusive relationship with johnny depp i guess it had hit it quote unquote it's plateau sometime i think it was may of 2016 i remember hearing in the court tv podcast and uh she had a nice shiner on her eye and it was like a whole thing and they've just been very volatile i mean johnny depp has a history of alcoholism and like these outlandish behaviors and the way in which he behaves and acts so it's not so far-fetched to believe that like his partner would be in a domestically abusive relationship what the interesting twist is that Amber's being painted in this light too because they both filed defamation of a bit defamation character lawsuits, right? So you're getting to see it from both perspectives. I'm getting to see, you know, hers and his. And it's very rare that, like, in my opinion anyway, that um a man in this case would uh, you know, that's the whole point, like this thing of like, oh, uh, women can't be abusive to men. I'm not trying to take sides here based on the evidence at play at this point in the game i feel like both parties are super guilty no one's gonna win this case even though someone has to win the case no one wins it sounds like they both have been equally as toxic to each other i don't know if one's more toxic than the other but they're in this toxic volatile relationship it just all which ways it points with his alcoholism and her need to control the situation and just little bits and sound bites we've gotten that they've shared with us uh as the public you know that have happened in their personal like you know lives outside of us knowing about it until we knew about it it just it doesn't sound good doesn't look good for each i mean from her spitting on him her throwing things at him like you know oh my god like the 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 amount of information that's come out i mean 
the cancel culture is real i do not not see them both not being canceled after all of this is like said and done and the quote-unquote um proverbial dust has settled i think it's not looking good for either candidate either party in this whole thing and the kids suffer too of course they have children together from my understanding so it'll be very interesting to see how that all plays out and um right now like i said i can't really pick a side amber's really not looking good based on what i know right now um but again like i said with johnny's history and all that we know about him um as much as a lot of people will probably uh favor his side more just because of his fan base who he is uh you know a very well-known actor and a very great actor at that i could say i mean it would be hard to i guess not take his side but at the end of the day these are two human beings in a um what sounds to me as a domestic abusive relationship toxic as all hell and um at the end of the day nobody wins because it, it it didn't service them as a couple it's certainly not gonna do well for um children involved people that know them family loved ones and then i guess if you add the celebrity element to it for the both of them like it would be very hard to look at them in any other light like any other hollywood celebrity that ends up you know having this kind of thing tainted you know over them like whether it's a domestic abusive uh, situation sexual assault whatever happens that me too movement that has been moved into our lives and has become a part of you know the 21st century and our lives on a day-to-day basis has proven that like no one's sleeping on any of this information anymore you cannot get away with this crap people will find out about it and if you think for a second that people are not going to take it seriously you're living in the wrong world. It's 2022. Everyone needs to wake up and realize that um, no one's taking these things lightly. No one's going to leave quietly. And fact of the matter is, it is something that will forever continue to play out and justice will be served in one way or another. And like I said, there are no winners, unfortunately, in this situation. Taking a quick break.
And I'm back. Welcome back to In the Mix with Myla. So coming off of the popular topics, I mean, that are in pop culture today, I figured that would definitely be uh, something of an element that I'll try to continue to include into each segment if I have the time. Depending on um, if there's a topic that I want to just get to right away, I'll just go right into it. But for now, I think this is a nice way to start. I hope it's sounding good. (laughs) We'll see. Um, so moving quite right along, um, let's see the topic at which I definitely want to talk about are a few of the reality based shows that I love so much. And just to give my quick opinion on them before I wrap up the podcast for, uh, the, uh, for the episode. So yeah, um, moving right along for those of you that know me, love reality TV, um, right now, um, there's a lot of content that's just finishing so it would have been super nice to kind of uncover the entire journey of those episodes from beginning to end which is something i'd like to do moving forward like for example tonight on uh the bravo network in the bravo world i watched the real housewives franchise of shows not all of them but the ones that i'm mostly um super like power focused in would be the real housewives of atlanta the real housewives of new jersey uh, Beverly Hills is back tonight. It's actually on right now and I'm PVRing it. So I'm definitely going to um, make my comments on that. Uh, you'll hear it on my podcast next week. Along with uh, Salt Lake City. Am I wasting anyone? There is going to be a Dubai one coming out on June 1st. Can't wait to talk about that. So I'll probably be talking a lot of Beverly Hills, Atlanta, and Dubai in the coming weeks just because those seasons have just kicked off now. Atlanta, they just wrapped up uh, the second episode last Sunday or this Sunday that just passed a couple of days ago along with um, Beverly Hills starting tonight, as I said, and Dubai starting June 1st. So we'll definitely be covering that along with um, Bachelor bachelor nation fans i'm here for you i got you we have bachelor in paradise coming up this summer or later this year i don't know if it's a summer but people are saying it's going to be like fall from what i'm hearing on other podcasts like uh clickbait and um bachelor happy hour but for um the bachelor franchise actually just blanked but i'm remembering now bachelor the bachelorette starts july 11th super excited for that we're having two bachelorettes on at the same time this season it's very similar to uh, i think it was season don't quote me season 11 i think it was where we had brit versus crystal uh, crystal oh my god caitlin bristow so sorry and they ended up having the men vote that season for who they wanted the bachelorette to be and the votes were in and it ended up being caitlin so and then kind of what i think just the last two bachelorettes i mean they had nominated or announced two bachelorettes but their seasons were back to back they had uh was it was um katie thurston and michelle young but the seasons weren't joined like they are with um with uh, gabby and rachel this season they're actually going to be bachelorettes at the same time going through the process the journey at the same time they had had uh katie and um michelle's season just back to back so i'm very excited for what this new season on july 11th is gonna look like so stay tuned for that because i'm definitely gonna recap those episodes um in the weeks coming when it starts i mean it's in july so we still got some time but yeah but just to dive in real quick real housewives of new jersey oh my gosh like what a season it's been i can't believe the seasons have just 
they fly by as they as everyone knows that are fans of the show they always get the short end of the stick i don't know why but the seasons just fly by and already they wrapped up their um season this year we are i mean i don't even remember what season we're in anymore i've been watching religiously from the very beginning but i want to say season 12 reunion again if i'm wrong i apologize i will definitely do my research on that again before i come back on my next uh podcast only because um we just uh wrapped up last night's episode i think it was um or rather tuesday night's episode um being the part two of the reunion and let me tell you, for those of you who know it, the drama between Teresa and Margaret this season over all these allegations that have come out on her now fiancé, uh, Louis Realis. I mean, it's just been crazy. The amount of drama circulating that, the fact that Teresa really thinks that Marge, uh, you know, leaked content to tabloids or like just the world about Louis, you know whatever infidelity whatever the case may be all the allegations the craziness that has come out with regards to that to think that margaret played a hand in it is just in my opinion ridiculous and i feel like a lot of people's opinion when i take to twitter every week when i do tweet about the show that seems to be the general consensus i think it seems very outlandish for Teresa to jump to such a conclusion and think that that you know margaret not that margaret doesn't have that power because it seems like everyone agrees it's a general consensus that margaret knows all but margaret didn't bring it out anything that wasn't already there what where i think margaret went wrong is that she felt the need to address it in this group setting with the whole cast that they are because obviously i'm sure bravo wanted to make sure that that was a storyline this season's episode with Teresa and the fact that this was louis first season as Teresa's boyfriend we got kind of introduced to him last season but it was very much towards the tail end of this season so this was his first season really on with Teresa as a couple and again open the floodgates all this accusations and allegations about louis came to a um surface it had already been out there as they say in the streets of new jersey we're talking however you want to call it and um you know margaret just wanted to kind of shed light on it and i guess quote unquote get to the bottom of it as a concerned friend for Teresa. like everyone has been concerned and it's not that margaret was wrong it's a general genuine concern but the thing is Teresa's tried to suppress this information so much so that you know it's not something she wants to talk about so the fact that the season all season long was this tete-a-tete with Teresa and margaret about this whole thing is just beyond and fact of the matter is it, it doesn't seem like something Teresa's is going to be getting over with anytime soon and margaret too it's like you know for her to think that um that um for um for Teresa to think of of margaret having ill will or malintent towards her on just like wanting to explore this topic about all uh louise ex-wives coming about these allegations just is you know it is mind-blowing and it's upsetting i'm sure so there is that now there's this new drama and beef between dolores and jennifer that one seems a bit like whoa i mean if anything it, was, it definitely came out of left field, but it just seems like they've had disagreements off camera since the season wrapped up. So this reunion with them going in at it with each other, the first 10 minutes of, um, you know, part one's episode last Sunday, it was just 
yeah very eye-opening but at the same time kind of unfortunate and upsetting because you know Dolores is so chill I like both Dolores and Jennifer so it's a little bit upsetting to see those two kind of have a falling out and from what I just heard Dolores say on the Us Weekly podcast to, uh, today that um, nothing's ever going to be the same like it's just one of those things where they'll be cordial they'll you know have to just agree to disagree on whatever the beef they really have with each other i guess uh, basically um jennifer called out dolores for not really being a loyal friend and having her back i guess that's kind of how i understood it so and if anyone really knows dolores in terms of what we've gotten to witness on tv that doesn't really match dolores's mo so it's kind of unfortunate to see that kind of transpire so I do hope they resolve their issues over the course of the time away off camera and hopefully when the season starts up again if they're both back which i think they should be like truth be told no one in this general cast right now should leave i think everyone deserves to be there as it stands right now mind you like you know some of the cast members they do upset me from time to time i do tend to have like my feelings towards Teresa and margaret but uh you know it is what it is um as for the drama that is the gorga judice like situation i mean that family has been fighting for ever and since dave came onto the scene uh you know Teresa had started the show by herself but when um melissa and um um her brother joe gorga had started the the this season i think they came in on like maybe season three or four or something like this it's just been non-stop drama and uh they're just you know a brother and sister and sister-in-law unit that just doesn't see eye to eye on things and a lot of the time more often than not i have to side with the melissa and uh, joe gorga like i mean uh teresa preaches like loyalty and family and all these things but it also comes off as you know to get loyalty and to receive that it has to be a two-way street and they're all grown adults and uh you know grown up enough to know that like family should supersede everything but the idea is that it is a give and take Teresa expects i think a lot more out of them this blind loyalty but in the actual like thing of it all from what we got to witness at the um uh, first part of this season's reunion after years of them fighting this first part of this season's reunion came to light that you know they're really not as close as they as they want to not necessarily want to portray but what i guess Teresa, the narrative at which Teresa wants to you know play on is that they are and like you should defend your sister you should do this you should that you should defend your sister sister-in-law for both joe and melissa respectively and it should be this blind loyalty no matter what sans fault no wrong can be done and it's like it just isn't the way it works um but yeah i i hope that you know they do get to a better place there was a lot of drama with that this season just because you know Teresa definitely felt slighted by margaret and melissa and margaret are very close and obviously joe is gonna fall in line with i guess uh, whoever melissa's obviously friends with so and again truth be told i don't see anything wrong with what margaret did the one thing i think that margaret shouldn't have done was once Teresa didn't want to really tackle it just leave it alone because it didn't service you any better to keep poking and prodding and poking and prodding at it when Teresa didn't want to talk like didn't want louis to talk about the drama let alone 
for Teresa to kind of have Louis address it. That was her big issue. And it did come off at times that uh, Louis wanted to kind of, you know, address all this mess with his exes and all the stuff that they're putting out there. But, you know, Teresa didn't want that to be a storyline. She didn't want that to be a narrative, something that was something that they were walking into together as a brand new couple on the scene this first season. And Teresa's in a very happy place. She's talked about her love bubble a million gazillion times this season. So truth be told, I get it. I understand Teresa's position. She doesn't want anyone to quote unquote pop her love bubble in the sense of everything that louis is is something she's been looking for for herself for a very long time and her ex-husband uh you know joe judice that wasn't like the case for a very long time and maybe if ever it just sounds like the relationship is very tumultuous and problematic and truth be told as Teresa has said it the best thing to come out of that relationship are her four daughters so you know it it is what it is now that she's in a really good place the man put her through hell her last uh, her ex-husband rather and now uh, louis to be her soon to be husband currently fiance is giving her all the things she's been looking for for years so you know people prying into that already causes you know a lot of drama in and of itself like the fact that it's out there but the fact that like someone is constantly wanting you to kind of own it and speak on it it's a very messy situation but that's this group of ladies on the real houses of new jersey i mean honestly like i can't i can't see it any other way like there has to be the drama or there'd be no show and as for uh jennifer aiden and her husband bill and the infidelity of uh him cheating on her over 10 plus years ago when she was pregnant i think with her, their first son um margaret also kind of bringing that to light to kind of quote-unquote i guess put jen in her place after pretty much the pot calling the kettle black like you know margaret's been very open that she had cheated on her first husband with her current husband now but at the time you know whatever she wanted to own it when she first stepped on the scene all those seasons ago and whatever and you know jennifer had always like shaded her and made her kind of quote-unquote feel bad for uh being so open and honest about laying that all on the line and what that signifies and represents and everything like that then lo and behold the same thing's happening behind closed doors in her household all some odd years ago so this season that came to light even though this was not new information for anyone it seems like everyone knew it it was just that unspoken truth that jen and bill decided to try and suppress for years on end obviously for the sake of their kids and not really properly dealing with it i think they probably dealt with it between the two of them but that was it they didn't want to like you know dive deep more into it so the safest thing was to try and suppress it but the problem with being on these reality shows that you want to sign up for a reality show you have you better not have any skeletons in your closet or they come to light the show needs to be fueled with the drama in which the ugly comes out that's what it is we want to see a group of friends living in their lifestyle but you know they want them to be raw and real essentially the reality component of it is that you have to give us that true sense into your world into your life into your reality so anything that you hide is coming to light you decide to live your life on a reality show or segments of your life on a reality tv show you better believe that no stone is left unturned so 
it's unfortunate how it came out the fact that the children were not uh, already privy to it so they had to find out in that way it it is it is hard to you know i'm sure for anybody to find out that someone that they love someone that they're married to someone that they're committed to essentially has cheated on them and for that news to come out it's never a good time so i definitely feel for jennifer and you could see that uh throughout the season that you know it's something that margaret even regrets bringing to light but at the same time it was the kind of i think prove a point that like you were making it out to be that your house was so perfect but you know people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones type of deal so that's that i mean in terms of the reunion i think the biggest highlight for me this season uh you know was jackie and her talking about her eating disorder and for me resonating with that because i actually suffered with anorexia back in my uh teenager years so that was something that i really um tapped into not as aggressive as her in terms of the fact that she would skip meals and things like that but i definitely uh I definitely put myself through starvation modes and that was a very scary you know time in my life because it was you know something that i would never you know in a million years you know think you know that it's something that would it it it, it leaves a lingering effect on you so definitely when other people are going through it it definitely it helps to know that you're not alone so i'm super happy that jackie used her platform on the real houses of jersey to kind of shed light into that but at the same time you know it definitely is um a scary time in someone's life and the fact that she was open and honest about that and truthfully jackie hasn't been my favorite housewives since the whole franchise has begun but you know her coming on uh at the last few seasons and this season being to me her best season and i think a lot of people can agree with that that watch that was probably the highlight for me watching her go through this journey get stronger seek help knowing that it's affecting her husband and her kids and ultimately it's affecting her first and foremost like she's going through it you know her coming out on the other side of it her being healthy and in a better place and working through that transition is super great to hear so it's just hopefully the rumors are not true that she is getting demoted to a friend of and she will still remain a full-time cast member as a real housewives on the show that is the goal i am so excited for this final part of the reunion to kind of wrap everything up about this season of jersey and hopefully get to see what else is in store for these ladies especially i think the one that everyone wants to see is um Teresa and Louis's wedding I think that's something we really want to see we want to see you know Dolores and Jennifer hopefully get to a good place but if not maybe explore that a little bit more next season and uh Dolores is in a new relationship you know after starting the season with things being really on a rocky place with um, her now ex-boyfriend David and now to be dating this new uh guy I think I think he's from Ireland, if I'm not mistaken. Polly, I mean, we definitely want to see that and see Dolores' happiness because I think everyone could speak to it. Dolores is awesome. She seems like a ride-or-die type of girlfriend to have, and she just seems like a really good person. So we definitely want all the best for her. And us loyal, avid watchers of 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 Jersey really want to see the best for Dolores. The best for everybody, essentially, on this cast. You know, we want to see more of good things coming because they are... Um, a cohesive unit uh, uh jersey really heavily revolves around family oriented things the fact that these women have a bond with each other for years and years on end and yeah 
so i'm going to wrap up this segment because you know i definitely have so many other reality shows that i love and want to talk about i didn't even get the chance to get into atlanta uh you know like i said beverly hills is back tonight i wanted to wrap up um summer house is another reality show i'm talking about all the bravo reality shows right now i did step into a little bit of bachelor but there's nothing going on in the bachelor universe right this second as um the bachelor had just wrapped up with clayton's uh clayton eckert season so i'm not even gonna talk about it i've tweeted about it so that's enough for me but i because summer house and jersey are in their tail end i will definitely make sure to cover them next week and atlanta at where we're at we're going into the third episode so i'll definitely shed more light on that but for me jersey's been the best one to talk about right now because there's just so much content going on in jersey so i will definitely recap my housewives episodes uh summer houses part two of the finale because it's wrapping up as i said and uh we'll see but i mean i think this was the first good segment i hope it was entertaining and interesting enough for those of you that are not reality tv fans like i am especially with the shows that i just mentioned i'm sorry but um you know i have to talk about what interests me right now i'm keeping my segments kind of lighthearted and fun and then hopefully i will be more driven on actual topic focused segments where the entire uh um episode will be just dedicated to that but i wanted to keep it light and fun i talked about just some big pop culture events that are happening right now i spoke about you know my reality based shows and obviously i'm going to give you uh my weekly myla updates about what's going on in my life at the time so stay tuned until next time peace out guys love ya till next week have a good night